It's not my fault every time you come on here, you just like, <laughs> you make the episode. Oh, I, I, I don't it's know. It's a compliment to your personality. All right, thanks. I'll take the compliment. Your I'll personality just... and ingenuity. Ingenuity? I'm not you a, say I'm words not in a way a, I've never thought of. <laughs> oh, thank you. I have a way with words. That's how you I do something to words. <laughs> something. <laughs> chest talk uh, whoa 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 <laughs> no keep going you're good uh this is episode 248 wow did my right? research you well, sure right? did that was a total guess you're lying no, <laughs> is it 248 is it, it is <laughs> you knew that he you fucking knew that no i phoned that no okay well my hint i know i the other day you mentioned something about 250 coming yes. up yeah so i knew we were between 240 and 250 I didn't know where. Wow. <laughs> so I did. I guess my odds weren't as astronomical. Yeah, you knew between a range <laughs> of like five episodes. I had a <laughs> had a one one out of ten shot of getting that. Uh, as you can hear, Tyler is here. Yeah. Welcoming us back into two forty eight. Don't worry, guys. I'm twelve feet away. So I'm very far. Clearly, quarantine is still happening, and Tyler is here. But he was in a tough situation where it was either technically be homeless or go... Technically, I'm home. <laughs> yeah. Can yeah, you pretty do much. it better than that? <laughs> technically, I'm homeless. I don't know if that's the run or not. But it, I mean, it's great you still. Close it's better than me. The spirit. Yeah, or go to his parents who are at risk. Correct? Yeah. Yeah. So we were like, we got a, we got a spare room. So the Chess Talk yeah. Studios is now your bedroom. Yeah. Pretty it, much. If you don't want to share all that, that's fine. We just want to make sure people aren't like, why do you have a friend over yes. here? Oh, yeah, I, try to, I think it's very... I try to keep it very bare bones, but yeah, that I is... I don't want this to be the most controversial yeah. episode. Because we were talking about it and he's like, I don't want people to think we're being no. bad and no, no, breaking no. quarantine. Tyler is not leaving the apartment for two weeks. He is stuck here. Yeah. It's going to be... And I wasn't really going much of anywhere before and anyway, but... Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Now it's like now legit. A, I get to go to the balcony sometimes mm-hmm. when we let you. It's, this, your your <laughs> life might be like the lighthouse. Oh, foreshadowing. Well, Interesting you'll be stuck you should somewhere. mention that because we have to uh, like check the wind pattern before we let you out on the balcony. Don't kill any birds. Yeah. I I don't think I. Oh, never mind. I'll tell you guys after the show. Okay. The one time I killed a bird. <gasps> oh my god. No, uh, I'm just kidding. But. Doesn't your dad like veer his car no. towards pigeons when he sees them? He hates pigeons. Yeah, he oh thinks God. they're stupid. No, I'll tell the story now because I don't sound like a bird murderer. One time, <laughs> <laughs> but you said you just killed a bird. No, I I came very close. It was I used a to bird a, slaughter. Well, I used to work at a golf course for like a, a hot minute, the hottest of minutes. Yeah, and um, I we don't want birds. I or we we okay. <laughs> Because I don't care. I personally listen. I didn't. I didn't love that job, so I didn't care. Anything could have happened there, and I would have been fine with it. But, but we, me as a part of the team at the golf course, you know, um, uh, we didn't. We didn't want birds on the on the on the turf. Mm-hmm. Do you call it turf? No. It tur- on the green. Yeah. I turf don't know. is turf I, is like. Uh, well, is it still called a green? I'm sorry. Uh, I don't want to be an asshole. Is it still called a green when it's mini golf? No, this was when I worked at a yeah, real like golf actual course. course. Oh, I forgot about that. <laughs> Birds were getting into the mini golf area. I, I forgot because you worked at the mini golf course for so long. I, I forgot you... about the golf course. Listen, why would you kill a bird inside a mini golf place? First of all, it's King Putt. Who the fuck knows what happens there? As a mini golf enthusiast, I am I am offended that the nuances of mini golf are just lumped in with regular old golf. <laughs> Putting is an art, okay? Okay, I know but that. I'm bad at it. The so. green is like, isn't that? I don't know, dude. I don't. I don't. The green is like when you're on, like when you can start putting. And I think turf. Turf is, is like bad because it's yes. like the sand. That's like the rough. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know anything about golf. I only know it from Wii golf, golf, and I know it's the rough, and then the green, and then there's something else. 
sand pit. Anyways, sand pit. I it's part of a, the rough. We don't want birds on the on the on the green so or you, the turf. We don't want threatened. birds anywhere. So we had like a little BB gun that we kept. Yeah. Um, just to scare the birds. And uh, did you hit one once? I came very close. Okay. The way that it, because there was a bird like bird like perched on the on the roof. So I um. I was just like, oh, I see where this is going. So I just kind of, uh, man. No, I just, I just shot. I just feel bad about it because I scared the bird so bad. It's and fine. I'm, I don't think the bird remembers. Yeah. Well, the bird. Well, the bird it, probably died two days later anyway. Is, nobody saw the. Nobody saw how it actually looked because I was on. I was like a one side of the of the building, and I saw the bird like fly away. But like other people, like because it, it, it looked like part of it was missing. Where like. I was like, well, well, no, no, not part of the bird. Like, the, okay. Oh, I was no. like, holy shit. <laughs> no, the way that it looked, if you were standing like on the other side of the building is because I, I had like a clear view of everything where I saw the bird go off, you know, just like fly low beneath the building. But everybody else that I worked with was on the other side where you, the, that part of the roof was obscured. So they all thought that I like was like a perfect shot and shot this bird like clear off the roof and it like nosedived yeah it just it just that's impressive you were betty draper oh everybody thought it was like i like that was the closest i came to like impressing anybody at that job (laughs) with anything that's a good way to impress someone birds are shit or scare them i don't know oh my god yeah and i think i got like fired a week later anyway (laughs) unrelated yeah, I'm sorry, like, sir. You killed a not. bird on our property. Nah, I, I know. I, I, that, but he probably would have got employee of the month if we did that. I was kidding. It would have been, yeah, yeah. Okay. High marks. If only my boss saw that. Well, uh, that's one way to start an episode. Yeah. It's your turn in chess, by the way. We're gonna get in so much trouble with the animal. Yeah, the way you were describing it, it's like this is like an active criminal case, and like the bird's family was pressing charges against you. <laughs> well, like I you're felt be- bad about it. <laughs> It's a shitty ass bird. I was just trying to scare the bird away. But you didn't hurt it. Anyways, how have you been? You haven't been on the podcast. Do you remember the last time you were on the podcast? I think it was when we talked about Star Wars. It was when we talked about Star Wars Damn. back in January. Yeah. So I mean, you Which know, I still don't like. I think I, I think when we talked about it, I was like, uh, we were all pretty meh on it. Yeah. Well, look, I was like, well, maybe I need to watch it again or whatever. You know. But Did it help? I couldn't watch it all in one sitting. Oh. Right? That's a, you know, it's a good movie when you have to take breaks yeah. and let it digest, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You got a real Irishman on your hands. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, that's, it's, it's right up there. <laughs> I don't think it was very good. No. I wanted to like it. Yeah. Like, a I lot wanted, of people I wanted, wanted to, to like it. I wanted to come back to it and be like, ah, oh, you know what, maybe, because that's how I felt kind of about The Last Jedi. Mm-hmm. I kind of even enjoy that movie now to a degree, but like. Laura Dern's in The Last Jedi, right? She's yeah. Holda. It's purple hair. Which she's is the one that doesn't talk to... I know. She's the kamikaze one. I just... For no reason. Forget that's her. And then mm-hmm. I've seen her in so many things lately. I'm like, yeah. Oh, yeah. I feel like I never knew she existed. And then she's she in all in the things. She was in Jurassic Park. Yeah, but I... And the uh, Blue Doesn't Velvet. mean I knew. The biggest she thing she was in that I can think of is Jurassic Park. Yeah, because that was like now very early like in her career. Marriage story, Big Little Lies. That's all I can think yeah, I was of. Like, Give me three things. But like those are two big things that have yes. been sweeping awards shows lately. Right. So she's been very in our presence. So aside she's from awesome. Star Wars, I love Laura Dern. How have you been? Oh, I've been fine. Yeah, I know this. You know, pandemic hasn't been good for you. Uh, we don't need to get into know, it. It could be a lot worse, honestly. Yes. Uh, you've been watching more TV. Any like standouts? Oh my Any gosh. other media standouts? I would say. Um, Just like general catch up since the last time you were on, where you were negative on something. Watching... What's something you enjoyed? Yeah. What was that? Something... What did you enjoy? Well, I've been watching. Uh, the main thing I've been watching is uh, Twin Peaks. You with my just buddy, came my buddy off Rob. watching. Yeah, I literally just watched an episode. Him and I are uh, watching it together at the same time. Uh, and uh, we're starting, uh, we started Twin Peaks season one, maybe like, maybe like three weeks ago. We're making pretty good pace. We're just watching an episode well, a yeah. day. We're not going crazy. We're not like, we're not binging it or anything. You know, it's just like, Amateurs. it's as close as TV back in the day used to be where, you know, you could watch a new episode of the show every day. <laughs> Production is really on that's point. How, Fuck. That's how TV works, right? I 
don't uh, imagine Twin Peaks as a show you really want to binge. Oh watch. my god, no, no, because okay. it's so. <laughs> oh my god, no, it's um, it's a very, uh, it's a very dense show. I mean, you know, it's David Lynch, so like, it's there's a there's a lot going on even when you don't think Nothing. there is. Yeah, so I mean, it's just it, it was hard for me to get into at first because it's very soapy. I mean, intentionally so, you know, there's stuff you're watching it and it's like, well, he's obviously kind of going for that soap kind of feel. And I think it's kind of a, uh, he, he does that to juxtapose when stuff on the show gets really wild and surreal and scary. You know, it's like kind of the, you have this like soap background and then the stuff happens that's really bizarre. And that's just to make it all the more absurd. So I, I it's, but it, it is, it is an acquired taste. Yeah, I don't want to say that because that sounds pretentious. But like, no, when no, I say acquired I do... taste, it's like it, it, you you really have to commit to it. And I'd yeah. say for like the first season. Yeah, I don't think that's pretentious to say because I tried to watch it years ago and I couldn't get past episode two. Oh, me so, neither. but I've heard such good things about it. I know it's like you just have to power through yeah, it. Yeah, you really do. And Until, I just like, don't have the energy for that right now. Until you get Stockholm syndrome for the show. <laughs> you're just yeah. like I love it yeah. I love it that's why everybody's so fanatical <laughs> yeah. about it because you just put so much time into it You does if, David if Lynch come into your with... room and just like hold a gun to your head until you get to like season two I know what his um in a way he kind of does <laughs> well he does have a character on the show <clears throat> what um I don't want to say who because it's if you end up if you haven't seen it before and it's like I, a 20 I, year old show at this point right yeah it's it's okay. 30 30 years old i think the first episode aired in 1990 1990 to 1991 yeah wow so he 30. is on the show and i don't want to say who because it is kind of a delight to see him you're like oh it's david lynch but i don't even his know character what he looks like so like hmm? i don't even know what he looks like you'll oh, be watching the show and you'll just feel like oh that you know what that person seems, doesn't belong. That guy seems like David Lynch. Hell <laughs> no. Um, no, he has his character is uh, very intrusive. Very, he's just he has he has a presence. Yeah. On the show, and I don't want to. It's like I said, I don't want to spoil it. In case you guys do watch it. Perfect. But um, Laura Palmer is dead. Yes. Spoilers. That's not really as. I know. That's, I know. That's like the I know. first shot of the show. I know. That's okay. the joke. I was like, I don't know. That, that means was nothing the joke. To me. Yeah. <laughs> Perfect. So I've been watching that, and it's we're yeah. probably like about like a third of the way into season two right now, and yeah. it's it's been I've now I'm really enjoying it. It's, Perfect stuff is getting super weird. That's awesome, which is what I came for, you know. Yeah, that's what I wanted. So show of the year, um, yeah, show of the year, thirty years ago. Uh, I mean, what was its competition in 1990? Well, it wasn't Opera's. Star Trek on probably? Star Trek. Was probably on. I know Full House Simpsons. was airing. The Simpsons, no, Simpsons wasn't started that year. Okay, there you go. Anyway, anything else uh, from the past couple of months that from really like stand media, out? Movies. I mean, just anything. Music. What's you? What have you been watching during quarantine? Mainly Twin Peaks. That's all, right. that's all you need, though. Am I right? No. No. <laughs> uh, of course. If you have nothing else, that's fine. Uh, well, we watched Tiger King. Oh yeah. Which I don't want to talk about. Perfect. No. Everybody on that show sucks. Perfect. It's just a show of horrible, horrible people. That are exploitive, cruel. So that's so. Don't watch Succession. Really? Well, I, yeah. Tiger King's about real people. Yeah, I Tiger know, King actually happened. I know. I was just kidding. It's happening. All those people are still around, except for. Uh, I was like, didn't Joe Exotic <laughs> Joe die? Exotic. What? No, he's in prison. Oh, he's in prison. Carol Baskin's husband is right. dead. I've never watched the show. Right. I just know all the. Memes. He didn't make it out of the show. Oh, I gotta play chess now. Uh, <laughs> Well, I'm glad you're here. Yeah. We're going to have fun. I'm glad you're not sick. Uh, Britt, yes. how's your week been? Not your past four months, just your week. I worked. You made muffins? I did make banana nut Was muffins. Was that the first time you made great. muffins? Yes. Okay. That's I made what I cupcakes thought. once, but I don't really Very like... Very similar. I don't like Have you never made muffins before? No. Not homemade, no. bruh. When you said trial, I want to try something new. I <clears> thought you meant like, oh, it's like a new muffin recipe. No, oh. I've never made muffins before. Really? Does that change your perspective on how the muffins turned out as a first-time muffin bake? Well, yeah. I mean, they were phenomenal. So I, I thought they were okay. More... I, they were I think they were good. a little I dry. Them, I liked them better than store-bought because, like I said, like they didn't have like the over-sugary like, yeah. taste. Yeah. I did read the recipe, and apparently they reduced the amount of sugar from when they first published it because people said it was too sweet. Yeah. Mm. But, I mean, like store-bought <clears throat> muffins yeah, they come across are. as too sweet for me. Yeah. But, I don't know. I 
Follow the King Arthur flower recipe. Not hey, sponsored, that's but... literally your Bible, I It is say. my Bible right yeah. now. And they don't have any recipe books, right? I think they do. Oh, okay. They have a couple, yeah. Mm, good to know. Are you watching anything new? No, uh, I'm just re-watching Brooklyn Nine-Nine. So sure. I'll be watching you, the new episode. Yes. So. I was like, you've watched a new episode of it today. <clears throat> yeah. You are making progress. I'm getting caught up on that. Yes. And then I don't know what the next new show I'm going to watch is. I know one you need to finish. Hmm. Watchmen. Oh, yeah. Oh, I want to watch Watchmen. I'll fucking watch it with you. I don't care. Even though I just watched like the first four episodes of Britney, I'll do it again. With How many episodes are there? Nine. Just, Nine? My that's issue it. with oh, it, it is yeah. that I'm not into the lore. I, I never have been. I'm barely into it's the lore. There's not a lot of lore, though. It's just the one book. I know, but like, but the one I don't book really is care pretty, about like... any of the characters. I'm really surprised you don't like it. I don't dislike it. Like I can get, I can see why it's fun and like enjoyable. It's not fun. It's gritty and dark. I mean, to and... watch, enjoyable to watch, <laughs> but like, really? I don't know. Have you ever tried to read it? No. She's never even seen the movie. No. The I'm... TV show is her first like experience with this universe. Really? Yes. Uh, I think you should try to track down the book. I think you would at least appreciate it. Because it kind of takes place like in an alternate history. Oh, yeah, she knows. And... yeah. Mm-hmm. we're getting that from the TV show. Yeah. And I'm, I'm like explaining, like when they make a reference or something or like there's a character that they talk about that isn't in the show, like yeah. I'll explain it to her so she like gets the context of it, but I try not to spoil yeah, things Because to me it feels like you should at least have some kind of background knowledge going in. You probably really should. I don't yeah. know. They, I don't, they make it very like, even if you don't know, you'll still enjoy the show. Yeah. But like, the show is its own thing. I'm a type of person where I like to know what's going on at but, all times. Yeah, sure. You're not going to with this show. I know. But it, that's even, what I enjoy. Yeah. So I like, even if the exposition is really subtle, I still enjoy the show. But there's so much in this show that, like, I don't fucking understand why Ozymandias, that's the guy yes. that's doing all that weird shit on whatever oh, fucking... Oh, is he still alive? Well, yes. That probably wasn't a spoiler. It, if you start to watch <clears throat> the show, it probably will be. So I'm not oh, going to really? say anything. I just don't know what the fuck he's doing. And I don't see how that fits into anything. And it's there... weird. The show does explain things. I know it will eventually, but it's so hard to like watch four episodes of it and still it's just, that's weird when it's just in the middle of all the action. Yeah. So that's hard for me to get through. I'm but sorry. It's just, I know there's so many people listening that hate me right now. But... It's so great though. Like on the, It's funny. On the rewatch, it's so much better because you know just like the end result of all of it and you're like oh so there is something that is going to come out of this bullshit that happens I mean, every you, like you know episode? why you know why it's happening and like wait, what? wait are you talking about the show the show yeah or the movie the show the, we're just talking about the show oh, okay. i've never seen the movie yeah but like i don't get this weird shit that's like interspliced between like the main storyline that seems to not progress the plot in oh, any way are they doing like the it's, thing like where they do in the um like in the book are they doing like a uh, the black freighter i don't know what that i haven't read the book either. you haven't read it either i have not i'm really surprised yeah I'm he's sorry. seen the movie that's well it. so literally the, that's my only exposure to the universe in the book they do this thing where they they tell the story but then like kind of in between each like chapter supposedly um they they have like another comic called um it's like tales of the black freighter or pirates of the black freighter or something like that and it it seems totally unrelated it's just about yeah. like these pirates and stuff and it's mm-hmm. like the, the the actual watchman has nothing to do with pirates so it's like so confusing but then like it all kind of but then you kind of keep reading it and you realize that it, like parallels with other stuff that's going on in the story and it does come back like at the very end like in a very weird way mm. so it, it, it i would say it's not it's a super weird way it is like pretty relevant to the main story i would say but like it does come across like as you're watching it it's probably not until like i don't want to say a specific number but it's later on like end of the season where you're like okay there is a reason for why he's here and what's going on but during the beginning it's like what the fuck is the point of this like in the first episode it cuts away to ozymandias and what he's doing and like you don't know who he is or what he's doing it's you're just like what are you like supposed to know it's him I mean, I didn't know I didn't, who it was. I had a, I had a feeling when I first watched it, but yeah. like, it's never said huh. until the end. I yeah. would say until the second half of the show. <clears throat> yeah, and I only know because 
On Amazon. Yeah, Amazon, when you pause it, it tells you, like, the characters' names uh, in the scene. I kind of hate that. Yeah. So, they, I was very they upset. saw his name, and I, <laughs> I was, was like... I was very upset when she saw it. I didn't know who it was until, like, four episodes later when they say this guy, Ozymandias, I mean, is doing this thing. I was like, oh, so that's that guy. So I started Watchmen. I'll probably finish it. I will finish it. I at wanna, some point. I want to get caught up, yes. and then we can watch it. There yeah. was one night I was about to start Fargo... Yeah, and oh. then uh, I remember that because you had it like you started it and then you paused it and then went to go do something else. Then you never unpaused it. <laughs> I, I remember that. I paused it and then I started texting with Noelle because she was at the sports complex. Oh, and yeah, then that's I was right. like, well, now I'm not going to watch this. I'm tired. Fargo, I'm kind of iffy to get into because the last anthology show that like I, I started watching was True Detective. <laughs> which was incredible for the first season. That's what I've heard. The oh, first yeah. season's and amazing. Then... Didn't you watch some of it? With... My brother watched it. Oh, okay. I didn't watch it. Uh, yeah, I mean, the, you know, everybody knows the first season was great, and then the second season was not as good. I don't think it's as bad as people were saying, but it really was not as <clears throat> It's hard great. when you have an anthology show which recasts the characters, right? No, they it's did, just... like, a completely different... Yeah. Which is not even the same. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, total yeah. anthology. Yeah, total so yeah, diff- anthology totally show where you have standout actors in a very like different world, and then they're like, "Let's do it again, but differently." Yeah. The bar is set so high that I feel like people go into it with bad expectations. Yeah, and that's kind of why like I didn't I didn't want to get started with Fargo because I was like, uh. Because it is anthology. Yeah, because I was like, I don't want I don't want to like start watching I think this it's... and like. It's and, just inconsistent. I think it's anthology, but it is like all somehow tied together, right? <clears throat> I I have no idea. Okay, no. I I really, I'll find out eventually. I don't know much about it. Apparently, it's really good, but I just know the actor that plays uh, Remus Lupin is in it. Yeah, I don't know My... that. Gary Oldman. No. Dana Radcliffe. No. Um... David Thewlis. <laughs> Who? Yeah, I know. Lupin. Lupus. Which one was... Which he's one? the werewolf guy. He's the dog. He's daddy werewolf. He's, he's the, the defense of the uh, dark arts teacher in book three. I thought he's... that was Gary Oldman. No, no Gary Oldman is serious. He's daddy guy. werewolf. Oh, yeah. He's <laughs> the other ginger that isn't a Weasley. He's not ginger. He's not I ginger. thought he was. No, he's like brown. Eh. He's kind of like a me ginger. Let me see again. Yeah, he's like... He's almost there. Kinda he's me. like an ambassador for the gingers. Yeah, that's probably what I'm going to look like in ten years. That's a good look. Cody, how about you? I had a good week, I would say. Okay. I started the the Amazon show, uh, The Man in the High Castle. Oh, oh yeah. Uh, I don't know. I am not blown away by it at this point, but I am interested. Mm-hmm. I'm at a weird point of the show. So I do want to continue watching it, but I'm not, like, hooked in. So I don't want to be mean, but going when I first heard about it, I heard such amazing things from people. But I know those people have iffy taste in like tv and movies so that's why i was kind of like i don't know if i want to watch this yeah i don't know it's almost in a way like especially this past episode uh it's not really a spoiler they're celebrating va day as Uh, opposed to ve day yeah Hmm. it has a very like mad men vibe to it okay but in you Mm -hmm. know like a nazi america (laughs) and japanese pacific states Mm -hmm. that's kind of the vibe i'm getting from it yeah. Like, I don't know what year. I, I'm sure it's easy to look up okay. what year um, this is set in. But I don't know specifically what year it is. But it mm-hmm. feels very much like 60s and 70s vibe. But if the... Uh, the Nazis has won the war. Well, yeah. Axiom? Axis? Axis powers? Yes. Yeah. yeah. If they won World War II. Because it's like the country is split where uh, the Japanese side has the West and the German side is the East. And then there's like a... <clears throat> section down the middle that's like no man's land mm. so weird interesting don't love it but it is a very well-made show mm-hmm. and i don't recognize any of the actors of it so there's no like main star power it's just like and eh, watch the show for the characters okay are you ever gonna finish the americans i don't know maybe yeah. you were like eh, on it so. yeah no i i did talk about that on the podcast where i was like i watched the entire first season i got a couple episodes in season two and then something else came up and mm-hmm. so i'm eh that's where that is uh aside from that uh and playing more games and stuff we didn't stream D this week but we should be doing it this friday um aside from all that we did play a new board game 
Yes. That I did want to oh, talk about. Oh, yes. I think it's your turn. Uh, or yeah, not. because you moved your rook. Yeah, sure. Last? I guess. We played a new board game. We sure did. Uh, it was called Arkham Horror. A oh very inviting board game name. Oh, my God. Not and about Batman. I thought it was going to be about Batman. But man, were you disappointed. Uh, you know what? There is an Arkham Asylum in the game. There is. Not about also, Batman, though. There's also, like, an Arkham, like, pharmacy or something. There's an Arkham Advertisers, which is, like, uh, the newspaper. Yeah, definitely not a pharmacy. <clears throat> definitely not. I don't remember a pharmacy. <laughs> I don't know. I'm I just sorry. made that up totally. Um, uh, it's a cooperative board game mm-hmm. we were able to play. It was... All of us' first time playing it, and it took about an hour to go through the rules and get all the pieces out. It was like an hour up. and a half. Yeah, just to, to set, set it up. up. Dude, it literally had like a million pieces. Yeah. Yes. I mean, a lot of the board games we play do have a yes. fair amount of pieces. So for us, it's not that abnormal for that many pieces, but I'm sure for you, it's like, what the fuck? This was like if Operation <laughs> had like eight cadavers that you had to like set up. That's still less than this game. <laughs> yeah, still. Uh, but. I enjoyed it. We got the shit kicked out of us. Oh, yeah. Uh, it was real bad. It was fun. I probably picked a very <laughs> underpowered character. See, I looked into the game after because I was Uh-oh. just like, what did we fuck up? Yeah. And then someone said, well, it was actually really easy my first time. And like we started and I was playing the character I pl- had and then someone else. And it was like, we started losing really fast. So we just started over. But then we me. came back with the character you played and someone else. And we won so easily. I was Rex like, how Murphy, the fuck you did you have... win so easy? I think my main issue, because I was playing Rex Murphy, the reporter. <clears throat> I work for Arkham Advertisers. Uh, It's set in the 1920s. Um, What's like kind of the synopsis of the game real quick? It is a, you're set in the town of Arkham. It's a cooperative game. Yeah, I already said that. Not Batman Arkham. Arkham, Massachusetts. Fictional city of Arkham on its own, own universe. But it's set in the like eldritch horror kind of realm. Hence Arkham Horror. There's Cthulhu-esque old god monsters. And it is just you and your fellow investigators, that's the players, trying to find out what's going on and stop it before the old gods can realize their power and destroy not only Arkham, but the world. That's kind of the general vibe of it. Uh, I think my main problem, or my main mistake of that first game that we played, uh, because you roll dice in this game to resolve things, and my character... I had to get a six to succeed any roll, no matter what, regardless of the situation or whatever. And you did that maybe three times. Yes. (laughs) Fuck, I'm bad at rolling die. Who knew? But I think my biggest mistake was I went into combat on like my first turn. Mm -hmm. So that bogged me down for three or four turns in a row. So I think that is the main issue. Yeah. So... Yeah. If I was able to just like bounce around and just pick things <clears throat> up, maybe I would have got better rolls. Maybe not. Who knows? But it was fun. Mm-hmm. Setup was a while. I'm sure it'll be faster next time. It oh, always yeah. is hard yeah. the first time we play. But if we play it again soon, I think it'll maybe take us 15 minutes to set up and yeah. start playing. Yeah. So probably. Yeah. <clears throat> and I think we just pick all new characters and just try. Mm-hmm. I thought it was pretty fun actually. Yeah. Once I got I did enjoy that, it, yeah. yeah. Even though I literally <clears throat> like I would say 70% of my turns I did nothing, but I still really enjoyed well, yeah. it. Yeah. It's it, 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 it gets very frustrating, but like not like in a bad way. It's it's more like frustrating mm-hmm. cuz you're like invested in what's going on. Yeah. But what's... yeah, I, I kind of I don't know. Once I got over it not being like a Batman thing, it was more like, oh, it's like a <laughs> I was really excited about that. Um, it was, but it, it's more like a it's more like a Lovecraft type. Yeah, thing. it That's is what it yeah. exactly. Yeah, sorry. That. yeah so uh, all the different monsters and concepts and stuff very Lovecraftian. Yeah, and I was like, oh, okay, I'm not like a huge fan, but like I can kind of, I yeah. can I can yeah. ride with this. So it was yeah. it's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the main strength of it is that it is a cooperative game, and so like we were sitting yeah. there and like. I was trying to, like, offer my insight on, like, what I would do and things like that. And, like, I felt like we were working as a team to try and, like, coordinate who's going where, who's doing what. You have to. Exactly. Yeah. I think that's what makes it fun is, like, you're not... It's not one person kicking the shit out of everyone else. Yeah. We're all just getting dirt shoved in our mouth. Yes. By these Arkham Horrors. (laughs) We got so fucked. We lost pretty hard. Yeah, it was bad. Azathoth came 
to power. I think one mythos phase gave us like five doom. Right. Yeah. <laughs> the mythos phase is broken as fuck. I, that's the one thing that I don't get about the game. There's like a round in the game, like yeah. the you so you, you, there's like what like four action rounds per every round or something. There's like four phases of each round. Right. The first, the first one's, one's like action. action. Yeah. So like you move or attack something. The yeah. second one you monsters. Uh, yeah, you have to fight a monster or the or monsters regenerate or move or something. And then the third one is the mythos or the encounter encounters, which we didn't get to do very often. Yeah, because you, <laughs> you can't. Because you can't. You can't. There are encounter cards, and you have to draw an encounter card for that round but you can't draw an encounter card if you're already engaged with a monster we were constantly engaged with monsters right yes. and encounters so. is how you get clues which is how you Win progress the in the good way <laughs> yeah not the bad way yeah, yeah. so we... and then it's mythos which it's 90 percent bad things that's happen. the yeah. worst part of the game yes. and i have no idea just based off of our last experience like i don't know how you possibly overcome that stage yeah. i i don't think you do i think it's just <laughs> I don't want to say punishment, but it is just like the kind of balance to having more people because the less people that are there, the less mythos things that are pulled. And so it's like That's less bad true. things happen. Yeah. I did and, see people talk about it online. Like yeah. it kind of punishes you for having more players. I bet it's yeah. like this game is really good at two players. Yeah, probably. Because it's like you can move around more and you're less likely to encounter enemies and pull things from mythos. But again, I think a lot of our problems stemmed from the fact that I was very handicapped in our yeah. play session you i liked player. my player and i felt like i could do a lot but then i kept getting bogged down by the monsters that we yes. kept drawing that yep. you couldn't kill and nope so they kept coming to other people yep fucking i had a character that like definitely was able to survive because everything that i had was pretty like well rounded out so i wasn't gonna get like eliminated or killed by a monster yeah. or something which was good mm -hmm. but nothing about my character really gave us an edge no. Um, yeah. In the yeah. game. I was just like a librarian or something. I don't know. Yeah. Someone. I had a good item that would let me like stop you from taking damage, but it would like do damage to me. But the only time it got useful was when I was already like dying. Yeah. <laughs> so I didn't want to do it and just kill myself trying to save you guys. I'm sorry. Right. Yeah. No, I, again, it's something I definitely want to play again. Yeah. Yeah. And it's also tough because it is a very long like game once you start playing oh dude mm -hmm. we were probably playing that game for like three hours yeah. like including setup time yeah the box has like estimated time of like two to three hours yeah yeah so it was it was, it was fun though i yeah. i really enjoyed the game yeah and yeah. i want to try to do it again and not lose and not lose that's yeah. the big point yeah. and I, I enjoy the like narrative type games yes. where it's like different scenarios happen it's like what discover lands unknown could have been yes that was a whatever game. Yeah. And I don't think it would work on the podcast unless we ever did like a oh video. Oh my god. No. We would need to do like a video podcast where the listeners could like see the board. Or like yeah. if you want, yeah. It's very it's, visual. Yes. Well, yeah, because there's like a bajillion different pieces. Yeah. Like, and like places and it's like, oh, this has three doom. And it's like, how are you going to remember? Well, we have like a, th a full on map and then you have yes. like at any one point you'll have like 20 different kinds of tokens yeah mm -hmm. and then like you draw more tokens in the mythos stage which like you know yeah gives you um there, i think there's just too much happening that you need to see yeah, yeah. so you can't remember it all audially yeah i would love to see Orally. them do it on the funhouse board game show yeah if they I have think it that'd be fun yeah to watch and right. see like other people play it and try yeah because <laughs> I, I don't fucking get it i don't oh. see how you win <laughs> Right. We can find out. Maybe. So, I mean, that's the weekly catch-up talk. Yeah. Which I kind of expected, and that's why there's only one main topic of this episode. Yeah, I was like, I can't think of what we're talking about besides the... We're talking about the lighthouse. Weird. It's almost oh, yeah. like we brought that up earlier. We brought that up last week as well. Oh, we did? Oh. Yeah. I teased it. Uh, it is out on Amazon, so if you have Amazon Prime, you can watch it included with your Prime. Uh, also, Prime put out a bunch of South by Southwest movies, so I do want to go through and like see what got released and talk about some of those. I already watched one documentary, but I am interested to see what also came out with South by Southwest. So, But Lighthouse 2019 movie, spoilers, we're getting into it right now. That was a fucking weird movie. <laughs> that, it was a, that, was a, that was a trippy movie. I really had no expectations going into it, and I think I enjoyed it. I don't know. Okay. It, it really took me until I read, like, people talking about it to finally, like, let it sink in and, like, yeah. make me understand what I just kind of experienced. 
Yeah. I definitely appreciate it. And a lot of movies I'll just kind of watch and it'll be like, you know, it'll, it won't really stick with me. I'll just kind of watch it. I'll be like, ah, that was entertaining for a couple hours, you know, or whatever. Um, this is definitely the, the a lot of the themes. And I, I don't know if it was just because it was so stark and so simple with what, it, you know, its setup was, all the set pieces or whatever. Yeah. You know, but it was very memorable. And... Um, just the intensity of the movie, the emotions that ran throughout it and everything uh, made for a really interesting movie. The, the dynamics between uh, Robert Pattinson and Willem Dafoe were pretty great to watch. I thought they both did a very good job acting. Although I will yeah, say I don't know what Robert Pattinson's accent was supposed to be. It I would like switch between yeah. like saw like new kind of, england yeah, accent like and this... then also like him trying to just do an american accent yeah but which wasn't like, like so specifically region but then based. sometimes you kind of like felt like I, I or i felt like especially when i got a little angrier i felt like he was supposed to be from like kind of like the maybe like the maybe like the south but not like not like the deep yeah. south but maybe more like somewhere from like i don't know like virginia west virginia yeah. maybe like one of the carolinas or something like that you know like kind of like this weird like one foot like in new england the other foot mm-hmm. like kind of in the south the other foot like in yeah. like you know all three of his feet this <laughs> is nothing against robert pattinson because i think he's a great actor but it's very obvious when people are trying to do an american accent because they just kind of guess that, he's like american Robert Pattinson's British. What? Yeah. Is he I really? Mean, yeah. He's kind of like, this is a reoccurring thing with him because like he can't do a French accent either. I just don't think he's good at doing accents. No. That's fine. I could have sworn he was, um, I could have sworn he was, uh, American. No. Nah, dude. Oh, really? He was born in London, England. Oh. That is super non-American. That's pretty non-American. Yep. Accents aside, I think he did a good job. Yeah, uh, me too. I, oh, yeah. I don't I don't want to like I, don't wanna, I think like, he's a fantastic actor and honestly even that kind of worked for me it was a little like it kind of like worked towards like the confusing and unsettling nature of the I movie. I felt like there was also a theme <laughs> of like identity yeah I wanted to say that too so yeah. I think that kind of plays into it if it was intentional or not yeah, yeah. I it's yeah. very hard with this movie because there are definitely things that seem like flubs and I think it's too easy to say it's like oh well that was intentional like that uh the huge hark diatribe from uh willem dafoe oh, where he's cursing and like there's, oh, there's the moment like... where like the camera like unfocuses <laughs> and i saw people defending that and being like i think that was intentional because it's just like how disorienting robert pattinson is and it's like no the camera probably just went unfocused and they're like well willem dafoe fucking got the take so they just kept yeah. it in so, I noticed that too, and I honestly thought that was maybe like the bandwidth, like kind of. No, that was definitely because like it like refocused back in. So I think it's just. Yeah, I just I just thought maybe since we were streaming it, I thought maybe it no. was like a little iffy here and there. Yeah. So I like that was that. it was a thing. Like I kept seeing people like trying to defend and being like, "Oh yeah, I think that was super intentional." But yeah. it's like, no, no, I'm not like mm-hmm. dying on this hill yeah, no, of no, no, things no, no, no. of being intentional or unintentional. I'm just like the movie was so fucking Gosh. weird. I don't want to say what was or wasn't intentional because nope. it was just weird. Yeah. I'd love to talk to some like film buffs that I know that like, like or like film like the technical yeah. aspect of it you yes. know like people that are <laughs> i would love to talk to people like that in person i mean like... do you guys think that the black and white helped the movie yes yes and i did okay. want to bring something up too about Please. that which is another thing that like um uh, you know probably isn't it's probably grasping at straws a little bit um uh, the aspect ratio was like not quite square but it was pretty close mm-hmm. yeah when you were watching it like on a widescreen tv or like if you went to like a theater where i'm sure they i can't really imagine the screen well, like, think about, like, how it looked on the TV. Like, you know, like, it was square here, but then, like, the other parts of it were just, like, dark. Yeah. And Nothing. it kind of, like, created, like, this negative space for, like, yeah. a lot of the darker parts of the movie where, like, you know, they're sitting around the table and mm-hmm. then they're, like, you know, in the dark and they're just kind of, like, um, covered in shadows. Mm-hmm. And then it just kind of expands out to the, uh, the edge of the picture and then mm-hmm. it keeps going even further like into the mm-hmm. negative space of the remainder mm-hmm. of the screen. I thought that was really interesting. I'm not sure how intentional that was, but I definitely think it had a good effect. Because yeah. a lot of times when I watch movies that like purposely do like the square ratio, like did you guys see a ghost story? No. Okay. So that's another A24 movie. Of course. Um, with um, well, uh, Ben Affleck's brother. Oh. <laughs> Casey Affleck? Yes. Um, where he's like, a, I don't know. It's I don't, I don't want to get into it. But anyway, um, that was filmed like in a square ratio. Mm-hmm. And I was... 
I was like, okay, I mean, it looks really cool. It was a beautifully shot movie. Yeah. It looked excellent, but I was like, I don't really necessarily know why, why they chose to shoot it in square ratio, so, especially when the widescreen, I think, would lend much better to the visual style of this. So my thoughts with the square ratio in this movie, whereas like with that movie, I was like, well, that was clearly like a stylistic choice, but I think that's really all that it was. This looked really good as a stylistic mm-hmm. choice because I was, I, I just, I just thought like, like, I thought that like the square ratio kind of like worked towards that like really uh, claustrophobic kind of yeah, self-contained yep. look, mm-hmm. and I also really think that like it helped like during the more the, the, the darker moments, like it kind of expanded mm-hmm. that vast darkness of yeah. the setting. So I, I thought it was really cool the way that it looked. And then it, it was shot really well, even when stuff went out of focus and yeah. stuff. Like, I think you're I right. didn't even I notice that. It, it, I, I, I noticed it here and there. Mm-hmm. I, don't I, think... I noticed it, and I went into, like, the Reddit discussion expecting people to bring it up, like, as, like, a touting it. But I knew it was like, no, it's just the fucking camera went on focus. But they were like, hey, they got this three-minute monologue down. It so was they... amazing. Got yeah. it. It was incredible, and I think it really added to kind of like the raw feeling that they were going yeah. for, which is such a limited budget and set and cast. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think it really worked with the feel yeah. of the movie. But I don't know if I read it like people talking about the director specifically saying this was intentional, but they were saying like it's supposed to lend itself to a claustrophobic feeling because they're stuck in isolation for so long. They oh, wanted yeah. it to kind of make you feel that way too. So I don't think it was just a stylistic choice, even though it was really fun to, not fun really nice to look at but they were trying to use that to emphasize their themes and i think it totally worked yeah. i wouldn't even say it was nice to look at personally i thought it kind of was like grating to just watch nothing but black and white and then like this square box it's just i don't know i felt like it added to this like discomfort i got especially like with um the like last you know main scene where like oh, the i movie couldn't watch that got super i I can't remember the last time I felt so uncomfortable watching a movie. Yeah, during heard... that scene where it got so distorted and his like, oh, when he's like howling, yeah, 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 fuck, that was like that was creepy as fuck. Oh, that was, I like, saw someone compare that to I Annihilation. That was cool, dude. Yeah, yes. you know what? It did remind me of Annihilation. It, it reminded me of that, but like this was like, whereas Annihilation was just like pure like awe. Yeah, this was like horror. Yeah, like this was like I was terrified and I didn't know what I was feeling, but it was just pure like unsettled. Yeah. So I I want to I don't know if it's jumping the gun but like what do you guys think the movie was about? Because I read some comments where I feel pretty regardless of what the director like intended because about I don't gay. Yes. Uh, I don't There's know a if lot you of homoerotic knew this, but the movie started or the movie came to be because the director saw a like famous uh, photo or picture drawn by this German artist. It was called like hypnosis. It's or the something? one yes. where like he catches him. Um, it's the dream that he's having, right? Where he yeah, where it's Willem Willem Dafoe Dafoe's looking down. He's like this naked. And he's like, yeah, because I I've seen yes. that before. Yeah, and then I also before seeing this movie, I think like on Twitter or something, I saw somebody like take that photo, and then like I was like, yeah. oh, that's in the lighthouse. So yeah, I didn't. So, so that's so, the director saw that and was like, I want to make a movie about that. Hmm. That's that's literally it. Yeah. But I think this movie definitely has more meaning to it than that. Or, yeah. like, more going on within, like, the narrative and stuff. Like, so, what do you guys think the movie is about? Or what have you heard? I think there's probably a lot going on with this yes. movie. But, like, what I and I, what I got away from it, um, just kind of watching it, was... I think it was just kind of a movie about, like, uh, masculinity. Like, okay. in form, in different forms, different ways, you know, like... I think there were a lot of um, symbols and um, that, that that kind of indicated that it was like there was a power dynamic there. You know, the yeah. lighthouse itself being tall, he was the only one that he was able to. Uh, Willem Dafoe was the only one that was able to go into the lighthouse, um, and it, that was kind of like a power um, hierarchy there that he had created. I thought that was kind of like a power dynamic that really played into kind of like a. Uh, toxic masculinity um, uh, type of dynamic there where he was um, kind of trying to 
dominate Robert Pattinson's character like yeah. in like a power type way. Absolutely. Um, the light, you know, and then the lighthouse. I think you can kind of read as kind of like this like phallic symbol as well, you know. And it's which you know, I, it's. I it's, think in the script it's described as phallic. Really? Yeah, yeah I read that. That doesn't surprise me at all. Yeah. Um, I mean, you know, and I think there was also kind of like you know, like there was kind of that like power work dynamic there between the two of them i think there was also kind of like a father-son thing going on <clears throat> i think there was also like kind of like a like also like a homoerotic kind of they thing. were like a definitely very, about to a, make out like mm-hmm. a very like there was a lot of like sexual tension between the two of them which you know it's that's it's kind of i don't know i mean we just watched it so it's kind of like i don't really know how to like reconcile those two different dynamics there I don't think you a, need to kind of like a almost like what is that like a like a like a oedipus type thing yeah. you know yeah he, uh, i don't know well brit <laughs> he wants what to do like... you think i don't know okay after i watched it i was like i don't know what the fuck i oh, just yeah. watched Same. yeah and i was very like okay and i just wanted to forget about it and then i've read other people's interpretations and i'm like okay that's weird that's weird too I just, I don't know. I can get into mine. It's something I did read, but after, you know, thinking about it, um, I do think this is, I do think that this is probably what they were going for, is that the, were you about to say something? I was going to say the director, I want to asterisk that, the director's never really come out and said no. what it's about. But I think, let me just say, and then <laughs> it's like, it's, there is so much like, I don't know, symbolism, metaphors, whatever. It's just mm-hmm. like, it's kind of like easy to get it. Yeah. It's the lighthouse area is like the purgatory. Okay. Robert Pattinson is dying. Okay. Like in real life, he is dying. And mm-hmm. like uh, the Willem Dafoe character, what he says is like, he is stuck out in the snow and whatever. And like, this is all some sort of like manic thing happening all inside his head. Mm-hmm. That's actually what's happening. Mm-hmm. And the lighthouse and the light is a symbol for heaven. Mm-hmm. And okay. he is being denied access to heaven, and he is constantly trying to get it and trying mm-hmm. to get into heaven, whereas like the darkness and the, everything that's surrounding him is like you know the other side, the hell, mm-hmm. yeah. or whatever. And that's what he is like succumbed to. It's also like a play, not a play, but like it also works as like a symbol of him being like an angel and how uh, he forces his way into heaven and like gets into heaven and like embraces it and then like falls from grace and so he's almost like a lucifer type figure like he falls down and like breaks his leg so i think the main thing is like purgatory and on top of that it's also willem dafoe is like his older self because i did see something where in one version the subtitles their names weren't thomas and tommy or whatever it was old and young yes Hmm. and um at the end when uh, he falls down the stairs and stuff like mm-hmm. that could easily be where he broke his leg yeah. and gets the hobble and things like that. Mm-hmm. And I think that's why, you know, Willem Dafoe's character's name is Thomas, because I feel like um, he like dropped the charade and whereas Robert Pattinson charade. is still like struggling charade. with whatever. Asshole. Yeah, that's me. <laughs> he is like still like trying to hide the fact of who he is, whereas like Willem Dafoe is just very upfront and like this is who he is. He knows what mm-hmm. he is and he's dealt with this he has lost his mind after how however many iterations of this purgatory that exists and he is like upfront with who he is what sins he has since it is like a heavenly kind of Mm -hmm. symbolism so that's that's what i think it is this island is purgatory robert pattinson is dying and he is being forced to confront his sins and try to get his way into heaven that's a lot of sense especially because like when they're not trying to get up to the lighthouse he's like you know like drinking and just you know uh just jerking off and yeah uh, like it's there's wrath <laughs> there's lust yeah there's um i think pride like how he like doesn't want to listen to the like authority figure and like thinks he's better than it things like that so it's like there are when you put it in that like context it's like yeah you could like easily fit these categories it. into it yeah there uh. is a i don't i don't know how this applies to the whole movie but it just kind of tells the myth of prometheus yeah, obviously with, like, the um, uh, seagulls eating him as he's, like... He's tried to steal the fire yeah. from the gods yep. and then was cast down and There's sentenced exactly. to be of by mythology birds. stuff. Oh, yeah. I'm not super it's... well-versed in mythology, so... Yeah, that's it's... the only one that I know of. Yeah. It's, like, a smash together of, like, both of those things. Mm-hmm. Because it's weird how 
the last quote-unquote realistic shot is him falling down the lighthouse and then it cuts away and suddenly he's on the beach yeah being eaten alive by seagulls and stuff so it's like clearly reality is not yeah totally happening on this little island yeah for a while i thought that maybe they were the same person i i do think that they are i think they are the same person but willem dafoe is the older version yeah yeah i buy that yeah i just think it's a weird movie yeah what really tripped me up the most is when Willem Dafoe would talk about, like, time shifting and stuff. And it yeah. really threw me for like, a loop. Cause how I, long you think we've been on That was weeks this ago. Yeah. What the fuck? That like, was, like, two minutes ago. Yeah, I was like, I, I can't believe anything, like, what scene was when or who is saying what. Like, that fucked me up watching the movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was, uh, it was very, very um, disorienting <laughs> in that way. Yeah. But, but I really liked it. <laughs> I mean, I did like it, but I can't lie and say that I wasn't bored watching it. Like, there were definitely scenes really? and stuff where I was just like, man, eh. Like, I did enjoy the movie at the end of it, and especially, like, looking into it and, like, seeing the themes and things like that. That does bring up the enjoyment. But I would have hated watching this in the theaters, I think. Really? Yeah. I don't know. It's just, like, for so long, it just... It's just two guys living on an island with a fucking lighthouse. Yeah, there's kind of a lull to it, but that's kind of like what was interesting to me is like, you know, when are they going to snap? So that's kind of what kept me. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> kind of I what kept me going. I knew that was going to happen too, but it I don't know, it just doesn't make it like easier to swallow in mm-hmm. my mind. I didn't think it was incredibly boring. It wasn't a super long movie either, which helped. It was it 2 was, hours. It was under 2 hours. It was about 2 hours. It was under 2 hours. Felt like 2 hours. You feel like 2 hours. <laughs> sure do um i i don't know i didn't i didn't find it particularly boring yeah i'm not saying like i hated the movie because of that i just want to say like that is definitely like a negative when i go to score this movie is that i did feel the runtime of this movie and i felt like there were definite lulls going on you're in check you can't do that what if you move your night you're in check um how queen bruh oh that's yeah Okay, well... Give me that piece back. Okay. If we had a lighthouse-type movie, it would be us playing chess for two weeks. I would not watch it. <laughs> I hope no one would. <laughs> and me um. just losing every, <laughs> every day and me just going crazy. Why can't I win chess? Why am I just always bad at this game? I was then... very excited to see this movie. I know. You were talking about it when it was in theaters. You are like, I really want to go see this. Yeah. I probably would have enjoyed it more in theaters. Okay. I mean, I probably would too, but it's just... I, I just... I enjoy movies more when I have, like... As long as people aren't talking. As long as there's zero distractions in a movie theater, you're like, this is... The I just feel like that's the... That's the environment it should be seen in. Absolutely. That being said, it was not what I expected at all. I just expected, like, story and, like, a character study, which it was, but I didn't expect, like, the horror weird elements yeah. to it. You didn't that, expect to see a mermaid's vagina. That was weird, but okay. <laughs> but then he like screamed when he saw it. But he Same. still fucked it. No, he didn't. Did that happen? He fucked that mermaid. But did it happen though? Did he see the mermaid vagina? Did yeah. any of that happen? I kind Who of knows? Like, I kind if of he like... saw the mermaid vagina, how could he have not fucked it? If the vision of him seeing the mermaid didn't happen then the vision of him having sex with the mermaid didn't happen i don't think he ever did though because i think okay then it was all just visions well yeah the mermaid was was paul bettany in this movie oh yeah (laughs) i know because i thought that like he was you know he went on the beach he saw the mermaid he was like ready to you know get it on with the mermaid yeah but then he saw the mermaid genitalia and he... Well, no, the mermaid started, like, screeching. That's what that got him away. That flappy-ass vagina. Uh, yeah, I don't know, man. It was all a blur. You know, anyway. Was that yesterday definitely... or was that weeks ago? The I mermaid definitely wasn't real. Okay. I don't think the mermaid ever Oh, remember when existed. he turned into, like, the Triton-type dude or the... Uh... The octopus? Oh, that was octopus. hilarious. Yeah. I don't know if it was supposed to be hilarious. I don't think it was. Yeah. But it was. I think that there was definitely humor in this movie, especially... Oh, like, yeah, there af- was. After the end of Willem Dafoe's, like, huge, like, tirade after he said he didn't like his cooking. It's like, okay, I like your cooking. Like, Fuck. all right, have it your way. I like your cooking. It's like yeah there was humor you're it's just it's not what i expected it's not can't do that can't do that i think i think you won the game dude you can do that all right (laughs) 
You can give up if you want. You if don't you have to. If you want to stop, I will never give up. I mean, up. we're probably almost done recording. I can so. try never to say give up. my opinions. Please say Fuck. your opinions. You started yelling about mermaid vaginas. How could I not in this movie? Anyway, I was very excited to see this movie. It is not what I expected. I'm still trying to process it and understand if I liked it. Because it's not what I expected, and I don't want that to solely my opinion of it. But it kind of is right now. I will say I really enjoyed the acting. I think it looked very nice for what it was. Mm-hmm. Not like, oh my god, it was so pretty, so fun. Like, no. But it created a really good environment. Best as it could for not seeing it in a theater. The level of commitment they both had was very impressive. Like in the scene where Willem Dafoe is being buried, buried alive. Yes, I really liked that scene. Yes. It was really unsettling and his acting was great. And I just like that they didn't... There were a lot of, I feel like, long takes of things where, like, it was just, there were clearly no cuts and he just had this ridiculous, these ridiculous monologues. It felt very theatrical to me. Yeah, yeah, I like that a lot. Every single time there was a long monologue, I was just thinking in the back of my head, I was like, which one did they audition to? Yeah. (laughs) Because I knew one of those was, like, what they auditioned for. Yeah. So, that, yeah, it was all very good. Yeah. Um, I liked how theatrical it felt. yeah. Yeah. It felt like a play. And it could be because it yeah. is just so it, an island. It, it's very weird to say, but it reminded me of Thoroughbreds in that way because yeah. that originally, I think, yeah. either was written as a play or the the writer is a playwright. Yeah, I think I, he's so, a playwright. Yeah, I don't think it was written as a play. Yeah, he is a playwright, though. So I, I enjoy that kind of thing. But I, this is maybe a little normy to say, but sometimes things get a little too artsy and they aren't as fun. And I feel like this kind of towed the line of being really like a really interesting character study to being just really artsy and very specific kinds of people will enjoy it and then also here's a fart joke yes it was weird i, I was like <laughs> yeah. it's like it's super artsy but then it's like half the movie is willem dafoe farting and lots of masturbation and he fucks a mattress yeah i just maybe it's a guy movie i don't know but it wasn't what i expected or what i really wanted but i can see the (laughs) the value in it yeah so i was just a little off put by what i was not expecting um one thing that we've all said i think at some point is like the acting is really good in this movie yes i think that is that has to be kind of like unspoken when you have a movie that is touted as good as it is when it's literally just two characters it's like These actors need to be doing a good part to have any sort of, like, traction coming yeah. in for this movie. Because so. they are the movie. Exactly. Like, There's no supporting cast to make up for them. No. There's a mermaid that yells sometimes. Yeah. yeah. So it's like, if these actors are not doing a good job, you do not have a movie here. Yeah. Check. Damn it. <laughs> I mean, don't call it a comeback, but that was cool. That was pretty cool. So close. Yeah. So that was my opinion of the movie. I don't know. Give me my queen. And I think, no. I think it's a boy movie. I did it. Do we have any other thoughts on The Lighthouse? I know we all do. Uh, Robert Pattinson has nice arms. He's got, he's got a pretty good physique. I could see him yeah. as Batman. Yeah. He could be my Batman. Yeah. He could I be hope my that, Batman. I hope that movie comes out. <laughs> I think Robert Pattinson had a very unfortunate start to his career. No, and it didn't. No, that movie made a millions. Of no, I don't mean here. like financially. It, I mean like it sullied people to the idea of him. Just made him work harder. Yeah. Yes, but I, all I'm saying is he had a good start financially, and now he can do whatever the fuck he wants. Clearly, yeah. he's doing fine. Yeah, I like him. I'm saying I really like him, and I'm just I'm trying to defend him, and can't y'all are jumping. Why down Why can't my I do that? Because my queen is protecting it, and that puts you in check. Because if you, you move somewhere about? that puts you in check, oh. you can't move there. Sorry, here, I'll put that back. No. Anyway. I'll go right here. Before y'all jump down my throats. Tyler, do you have any thoughts? Except for lose this chess game. It's I think okay. I, We've I, all I, been there. I think, I, I, I don't think I'm going to win this game. Okay. Any thoughts on the movie, though? It's pretty rad. If you had seen it in 2019, would that have swayed your top movies of the year? Uh, Probably. Okay. Not my top movie of the year. That was obviously Rise of Skywalker. But it could have made it into your top five, top three. Top five for sure. Okay. Interesting. Yeah, that's pretty good. Okay. Brit? What? Uh, well, I mean, are we ready to rate it? Sure. Out of ten what? 
is a big one. Lighthouses, please. Just no, that's seagulls. the name of the movie. I would say either seagulls or mermaids. Seagulls. Okay. A poor seagull. Out of ten seagulls, I can go first if you guys want. Sure. I'd probably give it an eight. Eight out of ten seagulls. Uh, yeah, I, I second that. Okay. Six and a half. Okay. <gasps> half seagulls. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but a poor are seagull. you still like putting that with an asterisk? And that, like, you still need to, like, process. I still need to process it. I'm sorry if it's controversial, but I... No, we, I get it. I think it's a guy <laughs> movie. I just, I don't get it. I don't get it. Not because not not women dumb, but, like, I can't relate to anything of it. And it's also not going to come into play in the Chester Awards 2020, so rating yeah. doesn't really matter. No. Rate it whatever you want. Yeah. It was definitely an experience. I recommend watching it, I think. If you have Amazon Prime and you like the technical, I feel like we say this a lot, but if you like technical aspects of films and just like mm-hmm. film, like the art of filmmaking and things like that, you should watch this. Movie. Oh, absolutely. I think I'll do it for this episode, episode 248. Are you going to beat him, Tyler? Mm, no. That's fine. Good game. GG. We're shaking hands. It's, it's fine because we're in the same environment. We didn't really shake we're gonna, hands. Somewhere. We're going to go wash our hands after this. <laughs> Uh, that's 248 thanks for listening uh, make sure you give us a listen to our past episodes tell your mom dog and friend anyone else you're quarantined with make them listen to us too yeah. uh, we're on Spotify and Stitcher iTunes fun stuff uh, we'll be back next week wash your hands uh, yeah please wash your hands between now and next week at some point at least once at least once preferably more mm-hmm. uh, we'll talk about probably another movie Probably some TV. Probably another board game. And that's it. Bye-bye.